0: Hi everybody and welcome to The Endless Self Podcast, hope you're all <laughs> keeping well. As you can see, it's not the deadly duo, it's the Legion of Doom, how are you Willie?
1: Very well mate, looking forward to this, got a wee day Dude, off today, and I'm off, I'm off work till Friday so it's ideal, well, uh, a wee day with the family today. day, so aye, looking forward to talking Good about man. us getting pumped again.
0: European <laughs> <laughs> football and all those delights for <laughs> selling. I've had an absolutely hectic day, getting new floor and all, but it's all done nice. So we're here to, to talk Celtic. People are in already. Jed Thomas, great to have you on. And again, another cracking performance by you in the Fuhrer takeover. Big man, it was excellent. Paul Datt. Remember I called him Joette? That's hilarious. <laughs> I even said that before.
1: <laughs> Ryan Kelly's in
0: <laughs> Frank Kennedy as well. So great to have you along this early on the podcast. And Willie, as you said, another pumping in European football for Celtic, we finish bottom of the group, we go out with a whimper, we are on two points, I know all the fun and kind of point of fun of their neighbours being the worst team and all that, but we're not far off them if we're honest, they're like two draws against Shakhtar, we'll focus on the Burnaby under the lights with the black kit, beforehand, I mean we were speaking and we weren't too concerned that we get rolled over and stuff like that, but Get into the game, getting closer to it, will even before we touch upon it. How did you feel?
1: Um, I was super excited before the game, absolutely. Um, <laughs> thanks, <Austin. laughs> um, ach, I was buzzing for the game. Our oh, Kenny was away there. I, I looked like it was brilliant, mate. Um, super excited. It didn't matter, it wasn't a dead rubber to me. I was, we were playing the Champions of Europe, they're one of the best teams. Uh, in the world if not the best team uh, and uh, history wise as well they're right up there um, Super, I was buzzing for the game and then <laughs> flabbergasted after about 20 minutes when we were two down and I thought we were, well, in my opinion I thought we were a better team and at, at that point I thought we were pressing well but I mean I, I think the whole game was just a story of our whole Champions League campaign to be honest <laughs> with you um, a lot of huffing and puffing, a lot of good stuff and uh, we end up just coming away a bit frustrated um and kind of I don't I don't want to say there wasn't we lost the legs and all the rest of it but kind of maybe we a wee bit demoralised and I can understand mm. why uh, it's it's so it's there's the weirdest strangest feeling because I think I read somewhere that this was her this was our worst um finish like our worst points total in the Champions League group stage ever or in the last however long anyway so- read, yeah and I was so I was so surprised when you're sitting reading it because you've, we've come away and we, we we all come away with I think a lot of us have come away with a, like a lot of belief and what we're going to but at the end of the day the results were like that if you when you read that start you're like Fuck, this is it's it's bad and there's been previous campaigns that we've we've obviously done far better you the know, uh, far better points wise and and all the rest of it but. I, I feel like I came away with more, like, with more of this campaign than I have. Mm. It's strange. It's strange because the results haven't gone our way, but I just feel like there's loads and loads of positives to take away. And I think the game was, uh, I just like I said, it just was the absolute story, our whole campaign.
0: 100%. We'll get into the positives, which are, there was plenty of, if we're honest. And, and the negatives too, Willie, which, again, oh, yeah. there was, plenty of, it. There was yep. plenty of them to talk about. My favourite subjects. Now, I'm now, before I get into all that, I forgot again to do our show sponsor. Be- yeah, Beer 52, just above me here. If you want your case of beer, Beer 52 forward slash selts, Get your free case. You cover the postage. It's great. Coffee, flavour, beer, anything you want. IPAs, all dark eels, pale eels. You'll love it. And, again, the Super 6, Willie. Franny has managed to sneak to the top again.
1: Again? Fucking hell, man. This is he should get points deducted. Because I heard that he, 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 he uh, predicted that Celtic would get beat again. So he should actually get fucking 20 points deducted for being yeah. a fucking daily dunker.
0: Well, to be to be fair, I predicted Celtic would be beat like so. You oh, should get fucking <laughs> points to as well then. <laughs> Franny Carney is top with 169. James Bowie with 166. Alistair Jack third with 159. and riding off the top five is Jamie Animer and Kevin Hamsey. I mean, the closest to him is James Bowie, so come on, James. Get stuck right at of the bottom. Get him off the top spot. But again, <laughs> 100%, I, I, I get what you're saying in terms, in terms of the game. When we were discussing it, as I said before, it wasn't like we were scared to go to the Burnaby and get rolled over and we're going to get absolutely smashed. It was kind of more optimism of what we could possibly do going to there, because you think we get a good result with Livy, albeit again not the level or anywhere near the level of that position we're playing. It's all the kind of factors. The black kit under the lights, Burnaby not quite the same because it's under construction, but still a beautiful arena. And then obviously Real Madrid come into it. We'll, we'll touch upon the the penalties first of all. Just a quick Monday before we went to them. Penalty kicks for you, Willie?
1: Um, no. I would, You know what? I would probably. I would. I think the first one you've got to give. And the second one with a letter of the law, it has to be given. But it's this the second one's a fucking shocker for me. I think it's just ridiculous this rule that how like how he's meant to get away, how he's meant to pull his arm. Joe Hart said it at the end. what' they, is he meant to chop his arms off? And and see this. This is see what it comes down to. This as well, because I know this is all like subjective, and it's like somebody's um, it's, it's a different opinion still, even though VARs. And this is the thing for me. I don't dislike VAR. It's not VAR. It's the people behind it making the decisions. Because VAR is just giving you a second check, right? Saying that mm-hmm. if we didn't have VAR, that's not a penalty. It's not getting given. She's have to go. To the, the referees went and looked at it. But the, I think the rule is if your hands are in an unnatural position, right? See if somebody's fucking scoring a ball at you for two yards. Well, what's what's the natural position? Just to put your face in front of it. I mean, and the other thing for me as well which is, I think is a massive point, and I think it was a rule until this new ruling came in, is the ball was fucking hitting the corner flag. I can understand mm-hmm. if that ball flying in the top corner and he's got in the way, right? I can understand that. Then it's maybe like, you know what? That's stopping a goal-scoring, proper goal-scoring opportunity, then maybe, aye, the ball's hitting the corner flag. I'm not I ju- I'm not having the second one. Even though I know the letter of the law, it's probably, um, it probably is a penalty, but I thought, I know we'll touch on it, but I thought the referee was an absolute shambles. <laughs> What did you think of the two penalty yeah. decisions? The first one's difficult uh. as well because if he strikes that right, I don't think Jens is going to handle it. I know Jens makes a bit of Amelia to be honest with you, and I know it comes into the ground and um, it kind of digs into the ground rather than whatever, and Jens kind of puts his arm towards it. So I can understand that one a bit, and I don't know what he, he was is. doing. He was on his knees when he and, when he handled it as well. It was, it was such a strange one
0: it was almost like Jens dived towards the ball and it ended <laughs> up just falling into it and being like, oh no, and he knew it was a penalty straight away. Jed Thomas, great point, hard to uh, dive before the penalty takers even kicked the ball. 100% agree with that, Jed. He was giving away his position on the two penalty kicks. But yeah, go back to the penalty decisions, for me, like again, I'm not going to be trying to deny anything here. If that was in the SPFL, we'd have been crying out for that. And I think personally, right. letter of the law, VAR, it's penalty kicks, both of them. Kaiser, for them 100%, but the way I look at it is as well, you you look at, this is me getting back to my tactical brain here, Willie, you look at different phases of play, we could have stopped that three or four times where the would ball even into the box. There was opportunity, there was opportunities to get, yeah, opportunities to get into into the players or even make a tackle or put pressure on them, but it just seemed a bit placid, and then before you know it, you're 2-0 down in the first 21 minutes. It's incredible, and the likes of Modric and Rodrigo, who scored a penalty kicks, absolute bothers. Rodrigo's only, like, 19. Know, but he's an scary, absolute machine. Scary. A wonder kid. But, yeah, they're penalty kicks. Really. I, uh, I don't... I, I can get the argument, maybe, why they're not, and why we didn't like them given. But if it was against
1: us, we're taking them. I know. I agree with that. I just think the O'Reilly ones just... I just don't understand what, what he can do there to get himself out the way. I just... like, I, I just think that... And I don't understand with the letter of the law... Um, I, I I just for me, I just think it's fucking. If that's a penalty, I think you're going to fucking have a hundred a game. But to touch yeah. on Hart as well, and I, you know, I'm Hart's, I'm a massive Joe Hart fan. But that first goal shouldn't have come to a penalty anyway because he should have. Exactly. He should have. He should have gobbled that ball up. It looked like he, he was coming to it, and then decided, "Oh no, I'm not having that," and kind of retreated again. He should come out and take that ball, so it shouldn't have even got to that position.
0: What annoyed me, but it was, it wasn't even like the player was literally on him. He Had about two or three seconds thinking time, he came out a wee bit and then he backtracked away. That their player, I can't remember who it was, who got up to the byline, but he was already there before our player. I think our player stopped at that aye. point. I think it was yes, maybe, covered. Yes, it was, aye. And then, yeah. And then you're getting to that you, point, you're fearing the worst.
1: Do you think this is a because Hearts had a few clamours recently, and I know he's he, I'm a big fan, I think he should still be on number one. I think there's, there's a lot more good that he's done than then bad this year, but he's, he has had like a few clangers, the one against Leipzig. And that, do you think he's lacking in confidence? And that was a bit of a I don't want to have it drop another clanger. and that's why he kind of retreated because he was he was fucking out the blocks, like you're saying, Bolton, and just decided not. I'm um, mm-hmm. and, and then retreated again. Do you think he's lacking in confidence?
0: It's like he's lacking in confidence in his own ability, which is strange because at league level, he, he's brilliant and he pulls off fantastic saves. He comes out, closes down players, but as, as it goes back to that point. It seems to be a mental block at the moment, Willie, in European football, where we play well, as you said, for the first 25, 30 minutes, we look like we're going to maybe score a goal, take an opportunity, then we're we're hit, we're hit by just something comes out of the blue, and then we're down. And yep. I'll, I'll come back to it on Joe Hart, right? This I may be to, controversial.
1: I want to come back to you when you come back to me. Too. I, I do, I'll come <laughs> back to you anytime, Willie.
0: You know that. I don't. I probably. don't think Joe Hart will be our number one next season. I think we'll, we, we will get a new goal. I, I think we'll get a new goalkeeper, and well, that's, that's no know. slight on Joe Hart. The reason why I'm saying this, and the only reason, is Posh Coadley always says we're evolving. His tactics evolve, and we know his tactics evolve from the back to front. Yeah. And he wants a, a goalkeeper who's like a sweeper keeper. <clears throat> Joe Hart's doing that role really well at the minute, but in one to two years time, it could be someone different. In my opinion,
1: it's interesting you say that. Did you see Angie's press conference today?
0: A bit of it,
1: Willie, but what, he was what talking are talking about? He's talking about the transfers and how um, he's always looking two windows ahead now. He says when he first came in, obviously mm-hmm. it was a matter of just get bodies in the door for the team, but now he's looking two windows ahead and it's uh, being ready because uh, there'll be a point where we we'll lose, there'll be outgoings, and we need to prepare for that. And he, he's, he's that's a couple of times he's come back to now, like some of your favourite players might be leaving, and it's a an natural thing and all the rest of it. And I, I don't know if he's maybe got that in his head, you're right, but. See this thing, I wanted to come back to you in Joe Hart then, right? See how he's... We feel like he's got... Because I do, I think he's got a bit of a loss of confidence at the moment. And we're always praising Ange for all the stuff, right? And people say, well, you can you can criticise him as well. What do you think... Cal has been at the team. What do you think, given CCV the armband instead of Joe Hart's done for his confidence as well? Do you not think that may have proper dented his confidence too?
0: I mean... Jay Thomas, unfortunately, when a keeper makes a mistake, it's magnified a 100 times. Yeah, 100% yeah. agree with that, Jed. But yeah. um, it could affect his confidence, but we were all led to believe he was second-in-command or the face captain, as, pe- as people called him. He was like the second captain. In some interviews, people have said it was a strange one, in my opinion, because you're thinking hard he's going to be the natural successor. But then again, the person doing the team talks, really, in the huddle has been Greg Taylor. So effectively... If you give it the heart or figures, Greg Taylor still
1: gonna be in there in, there, uh, in the giving giving the assumptions. I think, I think Hart's very vocal on that as well. I, I I just think that if he's been low in confidence, I think I, I, me personally, I think it's been a bit of a bad decision not giving him that because we everybody knew he was, everybody knows he was vice captain for the, mm-hmm. the whole of last season and and the beginning of this season. I think just maybe giving CCV, it, and I think it's maybe we touched on that a few times in the pod, and it was like a because he has had a few clangers. Um he's and just not giving him the armband just because uh because he's confidence. But I think it's what I think it could work, I think it could have worked the total opposite way, and it's actually not his confidence because it seems like the, the gaffers not got confidence in him to take that leadership on. And I think Joe Hart uh, he's for me he's, he's got to be the, the vice captain. And R- Ryan Kelly said that earlier, he says that you need to remember about him keeping us in the game. Uh, against hearts, hearts, and St Johnston, and all the rest <clears> of <throat> Hearts. That, that, I think the first goal we scored was he he got it well and taking his feet, and, and we ended up scoring for that. Um, so I think he's still got a massive part to play, and I, I just I don't know. I just I just thought it was interesting that um whole captain thing, and it's maybe knocked his confidence a bit.
0: But then you have to ask yourself, why was he not given it? And as you as you said, does that allude to the fact maybe the manager doesn't have? Not to step up really, but to be that captain. Does that take away from Joe Hart's performance? Does that take away from what the team are doing? Because as you said, like for England, I remember I used to be right. I'm going to be honest here. I used to really dislike Joe Hart, and yeah, every time not? I see him, every time I see him in the in the tunnel for England, he was always going rah, rah, all hyped up, shaking and dancing and going mental. And it was like sometimes for me that could be a distraction. I don't know if I want my captain personally to do that. I don't know if I want my captain jumping around going mental with players all the time, which back then, by the way, watching him for England play, and even Man City to an extent, he was always, he, he was known for that. Just going buck mad. And yeah, Michael McDonald, I, again, I'm not saying that I, I don't think he's a part to play. I'm just saying that maybe, by the way Ans is saying, he's looking forward to two, three years' time the window. You have to remember yourself, the second window coming up in summer, so there could be a goalkeeper, and there are no one's positions safe for Celtic football club, we all know that. But effectively, when you when you draw it back, has Joe Hart ever been a captain? Anywhere he's been, Is, was he city captain for a while? I
1: think he was for about yeah, until company took over that. Well, then unless he unless, he, unless he was vice captain there, I can remember him wearing the armband. But I, I would imagine yeah. the company was a captain, and he was.
0: But maybe I there's think... an issue of maybe there's an issue with Hart being overhyped, over like sellers, over like superintendent. Sometimes players don't react to that. Maybe Fickers was the right kind of the foil to put put the captain's armband right. Taylor being the, the guy who gives the orders and, and talking people through the game, and Joe Hart could focus on the back four. And it's, it's a bit of a it's, it, it is a strange one. Joe Hart is a good keeper. I've seen us going for a ball, yeah, 100%. Joe Hart is a good keeper, and you touched upon him. He saved us at domestic level, but for yeah. me, Willie, at European level, he's been fine wanting.
1: I think Jed nailed it when he says that it gets magnified because. Um, whenever we've not had many negative results this year, obviously not domestically, we've had a few in the Champions League, and he, he's made mistakes in these games. He's also made a couple of mistakes in games that we've um, we've won in, but because we won, nobody talks about it. As soon as we lose, somebody needs to find somebody to. Aye, he does. He does. He does. So does. I that's CalMac in a nutshell as well. Um, Everyone's
0: hit me saying there's new goalie <laughs> talk,
1: um, but he's uh, oh, what was I saying there? Aye, no, there's there's been certain games that we've won and he's not been. But as soon as we as soon as there's a negative result, fa- like fans, it's only natural they need something to jump on and see and 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 somebody to blame. And um, whenever he's makes makes a mistake, it seems like he he kind of gets made a bit of a scapegoat. And fair enough, if he's making mistakes, then he should get he should get criticised. Um, but I think it just depends. All all just depends on the result. I think if the guys were firing up front and we, like the Leipzig one, which we, the clanger, obviously we got beat. If we won that game, I don't. Everybody would have been saying, oh, that was a clanger," but it wouldn't have been blown up as much as it did because we got thumped.
0: Yeah, I th- see as well, right? You bring up the strikers, and I think that's a great point. If they were scoring their goals, maybe things could have been different. Kaiser comes in. Joe seems to buckle under the microscope. Joe signs his mental damage from Man City. Doubted at the top. It makes him falter sometimes and sequels himself. I can see that. I can see you where you're coming from in that case. That's yeah, actually point, a great point. I mean. But let's touch upon the forward players in this game. For the first 20, 25 minutes, right? Take away the penalty kicks. I thought we were on top. Yeah. I thought we were playing some wonderful football. for thought the players were linking well. I again, by the way, Hatate was not excellent not during not that enough enough. period. He was dipping the, the defence, going to the attack, Lincoln played play, box to box, absolute warrior of a player. And again, Michael McDonald, are we all happy? Most of our Japanese boys are missing the World Cup. Yes, I am happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, nah, I'm not. I know you're patriotic and all that, but <laughs> looking no, at I'm it, no, right?
1: I'm no Japanese.
0: No, if you don't know <laughs> I mean it. You want players to fight for their country. <laughs> yeah. Look, <laughs> looking at the whole kind of Champions League campaign, we have failed to take our chances continuously, right? Yeah. Kyogo st- Kyogo started this game, and I think I know why. For the pressing and all that yep. type of stuff that he offers, right? Is it unfair to say back to this argument again? If Jack and Magus started most of the games, Kyogo did, we would have took more opportunities.
1: Well, obviously, it's like obviously you can't for sure say, but I I, I mean I've always said he's a better finisher for me. Um, if Kyogo's, I'm only a reactive finisher. I've always said if he's got time, it, it seems like he's he's not as clinical. Um, that's not to say he's not, he's obviously he's some of the his goals and, and his goal record for us is phenomenal. But, um, I would say that there's a <laughs> John give us grief for a name,
0: John's leave the, us alone, John's, the, John's the fucking, <laughs> uh, wrestling
1: know how. Um I mean, it's difficult to say, but I mean, there's definitely some chances that we've had. Uh, the one off the top of my head was uh, was it Shakhtar where Kyogo's got the header, or was it Leipzig? Yeah, yeah I mean, no, it was, nine, it was nine times out, nine times out of ten, big Gigi's putting that in the back of the net. Um, but I mean, there's I mean, the first the first Shakhtar game, Gigi had a had a, a shot for the penalty box uh, for the penalty spot and put it wide. There's, there's, you know what I mean so there's the, like, I mean it's difficult to say I I personally think that Gigi's a far better finisher and I would have probably started him in the majority of the games but I thought Kyogo did well that first half I thought he really hassled mm-hmm. he pressed well he got on about it he had a few opportunities I mean the one where it gets flashed across for the left I think Sabanovic brings it in and, and he he lunges for it Abad is at the back post it's fucking on for him on a plate I don't know if I bad the shouts or not, but it was such a good opportunity. Um Hatati had a few shots on goal, we thought he was excellent. See if you look at the stats, the shots on the shots on goal and shots on target and all that, they're pretty similar to what Real Madrid had, but they're they're clinical at this level and we weren't and to be fair, a lot of our shots were shots for the edge of the area, right down the keeper's throat. Um just not clinical enough again. But I mean we had our chances, we definitely could have scored. Um a lot of them were from the edge of the area, like I said. They won again, the, the fucking referee. I know we have got a referee, but see that Matt O'Reilly challenge where you couldn't have oh. a cleaner, you couldn't have a cleaner tackle. And you can't tell me this is another fucking here we go, right? Gonna Tom Munchen rant here. It's enough <laughs> fucking thing with that, right? VAR's in place for that. We've got this stupid rule the now where it's like if it's offside the linesman's not a flag and they continue play and then they'll bring it back and look at VAR, right? Why is that challenge getting blown up there? Why is that not getting allowed to play on? Because that's yeah. a massive, massive opportunity for us. Or really, it's a, as clean as you like, that challenge. And he's on that right wing the edge of the box. And we've got about four or five men in the box. Massive opportunity. And she blows up for the for the free kick. And it's like I say, it's as clean a challenge as you'll see. What's the point in VAR if that's the case?
0: Well, you think, it's, you think in European football, we use properly, will not it? Do you know what I mean? You play, oh. it, you play it in the end. You, you see the phase of play out. And then it goes back to the VAR, 100%. The, the Matt O'Reilly thing, by the way, he was excellent, again, playing right. that position. I yeah. thought he really got in the about players a lot. And see, to be fair, I know players like Modric and uh, Kroos and Luke far quick on him, but he done his best. And he really, he, he gave us all in that game. And he was fantastic for me. But uh, he, he won that ball cleanly. And it was right-hand side. There was, the right-back was out of the game. They they were pushing up because they thought they were attacking. Yeah. And he, that that could have went anywhere. Yeah, that, that could have went anywhere. It could have been a goal. could have been a penalty kick with VAR or whatever. It's, it's one of them ifs, buts, and maybes, isn't it? You look back and yeah. then kind of opportunities and think to yourself, what could have happened there? But the touch again on players. Now, another one who had a really good game. <laughs> He's come in for a lot of criticism. I'm not going to say why, by the
1: way. I don't know what you're grinning no, for. I, I know. I that's like, what I, think, I was going to say. I'm waiting for you to fucking... Cause you, I, think I think I will touch on Dyson, that Dyson
0: anyway. made it. Had an absolute stormer of a game for me. Aye. Aye. I really did. I thought he was present and he got in behind a lot of times. And do you know another thing he didn't do, he didn't make the rash decisions like he did before. He was whipping balls and he was cutting balls back to players. He was getting involved in play, taking yeah. their their he's on the their right back on Carvajal, and it was a great matchup the whole game. Um, who in t- in terms of who pressed you then, Willie? Really, who would have been in your forefront? I you can't even say. You can't even say for a play on the match, right? We got spanked. That's not. That, that's not. Yeah. That's not paint the picture like we were absolutely fantastic. We got smashed, and at the moment, Champions League level is not where we are. We're going to touch upon where maybe is our level. But for you, Willie, in that kind of environment, who impressed for you there? And just in this game,
1: in that game, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I well Hatate was our best player. I thought I thought he was absolutely excellent. He was everywhere. Um O'Reilly was I thought was brilliant again. Um by the way, big, big up uh, Starfield coming back. I thought he had mm-hmm. a really good game for coming. Imagine you being yeah. injured for weeks and weeks on end, you're coming back your first games in the Bernabeu. I thought he did uh, really well. Um <laughs> I I thought Maeda had a decent game. I thought I thought Kyelgo had a good game as well. Uh, but I think I mean, the sub's the subs coming on. Oh, <laughs> um, I, th- I thought the sub's coming on. And I know, everybody, there's been a bit of clamour about how a lot of these guys should have probably started. Uh, and I can understand that, because I thought they made a difference when they came on. But, I mean, the game was done by the time mm-hmm. they came on as well. So, Real Madrid kind of dropped into first gear again. Yeah. Um, but you're right, mate. I mean, we, we keep clamouring. We keep praising... The team and saying we've w I mean, we've been very unfortunate and we've been very unlucky. But at the end of the day, we have we've been battered a couple of times in this Champions League. It's kind of brought us back down to earth a bit. And and I mean, you can play well all you want, but if you're not getting the results, then it's not good enough. And it's not been good enough this Champions League. But as we've said, there's lots of positives I think going forward. Um lots of lessons learned. And Listening to Andy's press conference today, he um he Andy's Andy's post match interview where he said he's not disheartened. Uh, he believes we're on the right track. Um, I I feel the exact same way. I think we are. Uh, we're definitely on the way. I think. Can I think? Do I think we can improve our team? I think we can sign players and improve a team a hundred percent. But I think there's a good nucleus of the squad. That's uh, going forward can um, really really do damage at this level, and I think as much as we points wise, uh, results wise, it's not shown. I think we did. I think we showed we belong in the Champions League. I think we've. I think we've competed. we just. I just think that luck's not been on our side, and I don't want this to sound like fucking. Oh, he's got the violin out because like aye, we were fair. Well, fair, fair and square, we were beat and we were pumped in a couple of games. But as we keep banging on about, if we take fucking one or two of these chances, um, then the results are totally different. On another day, we were beating Shakhtar twice, and we're having a totally different conversation. Um, I don't think in previous seasons, um, under under the Strakins and O'Neill's and Rodgers, and stuff, I don't think we, we've created as many chances as we have in this Champions League campaign, I don't think that at all we've just had, we've just been more clinical uh, and it's just it's really, it's a hard one, it's a bitter, swell to, a bitter pill to swallow because bitter swell <laughs> yeah, bitter swell to follow um, <laughs> because I really think we deserved a lot more out of the the campaign than we got.
0: There's no doubt we deserved a lot more right and Again, I'm not printing pretty pictures in the sky here of the thinking we're all clouds and rainbows. And that I still stick to my original narrative that I think it's a failure that we don't have European football after Christmas. I think sometimes we can be distracted by talks of processes, by talks of if we take chances. The bottom line is we didn't take them chances. We can't go back and play a game, we can't go back and make a chance to win. We didn't take them, we weren't clinical enough. Yeah, we played well 100%. There's positives on that front, we had an identity. We stuck to what Pasta Cogley wanted. Even Joe Hart came out and said, to even though at that time it's, it was harsh. I still like it is. He shouldn't have said it. But again, the players are sticking to that yeah. mentality that this kind of, what's that, for the labourers, that type of thing. They'll get the results in the end. Sometimes I think, us oh, I don't know what it is, right? There's a hypnotism. I think sometimes with the Celtic support at the moment with Pasta Cogley. In terms of what he says and what the team's producing, in, in terms of yeah, we're playing this football. We're the top three created chances, top three shots taken, top three on target. But the results don't really show for that. Yeah. And, and we do we do the stats trap on the NSL podcast as yep. well, which is back on Sunday. I just don't want to be distracted with all pretty fucking words and people saying this and that. Well, I do want to go back to in one thing you mentioned in terms of. You mentioned the player trading model there in, t- in terms of what's going to happen in two to three windows, right?
1: Yeah.
0: possible alluded to it. He said for, for clubs who are like us, like Bruges, you look at Shakhtar, RB Leipzig, to a certain extent, Ajax, they've got a ruthless trading model. And even, by the way, Brantford, who I like keeping an eye on because they, they do the exact same thing, the yep. whole money ball thing. He was talking about maybe that, as you said, letting some of our players go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a two prong question at you. If so, who could that be? And I'll put a wee side note in there. What fee we're talking? And the player trading model, this aggressive one that, that he's talking about, for me that gets me excited. It shows we won't stand still. Yeah. It shows we won't we won't wait in free agents or loan deals that the English Premier League give us on a win. It shows me that he's looking to the future and he's not looking for a move away. He's steady and he wants to be a Saturday football club. But the only issue if it is if we let our best players go. It's a double challenge to bring in better players than them to be better next season in the process. in yeah. something's like,
1: yeah, it's a it's a difficult one. I, I'm like you, I was really pleased to hear what he was saying. I feel like, um, in the past, I don't know, the board, I, I suppose you could say the board and all the rest of it, it's kind of a matter of if it's not broke, then why try to fix it? Like, we are, um, we are like what happened when Lennon's last tenure, I, th- I think because we were winning treble after treble, it was like a matter of, it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, And we were kind of being reactive and not proactive. And it was kind of like, we're winning everything domestically, but it's the same. It's pretty much, because through the years, we were pretty much the the same 11 mm. Um, throughout the years, give or take two or three players. So it was kind of like a, well, they're successful, so... Like what, you don't need to change anything because it is successful. Whereas Ange isn't like that. He's obviously very proactive and he's thinking about how can we see as well. See, see as
0: well. Is that a marked difference from legs of, for example, and Lee Lennon? Because when he came in, we had either Ellysee, Edward, Christie, whoever it may be, and they yep. all kind of made it publicly you know they wanted away, right? Yeah. And he was reluctant to do that. And as a fan base, I think we were pretty naive and we didn't want them to leave either. But yeah. it's possible you shown us something that, that that could be a hindrance for a football club. If a player wants to leave, you cash in, you move yep. on, and you replace them.
1: Yep. And he said that himself. He said it only it's not like we're forcing players out of the club. It's just a natural thing that happens. And when that does happen, you need to be ready to to be like I say, proactive and and bring and bring someone else in. Um, I was really really interested when I when I heard that. Um, what's he saying? Brilliant point. Aye, Kenny. It was brilliant. I and and I know what you're saying about because it was a it was a failure. It was a, it was it was a, a, the the Champions League campaign this year was a failure. It was not good enough. It was a failure results wise. But when you say about what was it you said about Ange and he's kind of got this. It's like a, a, a hypnotism, right? Yeah,
0: the I understand. What
1: I you're saying about that? Right. I understand what you're saying about that, but. What I would say is, I'm not so sure it's a, like, I, I think that as, like as well, I'm not kind of like that. I think, <laughs> I think you're like this. As fans, very passionate, but it's like a, the initial reaction to something, and it's like, that's the initial reaction. Like, oh, that was fucking this, that, but, whereas I think Ange is, <laughs> this is why I love sitting listening to him after games. Because he he sees the wider picture and he kind of sits back and says yes right yeah and he does he says himself like yeah we need to be better and to but but and it's like look at this look at that look at this we talked about the stats right and I know like we've had a fucking nightmare but if you're playing thirty games over a season and you're consistently putting up the numbers you're going to score goals and you're going to win more than you yeah. don't I know we've not done it in this Champions League but so there is something there to hold on to it's not like not like the team across the city who are sitting in and just getting absolutely battered up and doing the place everywhere they go and it's murder gone into the games right right and but like and just got i think it's not i wouldn't say it's a because like i said I, I would criticize them earlier so it's not as if he's got a spell over me but whenever he speaks i, I just think he talks complete sense and brings brings a sense of calm um when everybody's kinda of on their high horse about what's happened, it's like a well wait a minute, let's just sit and, and look. Rather than just looking with the blinkered headlights on, let's take a sit back and then look at all of this, this, and this, and then you kinda of go, All right, right, okay. So that's what that's what I would say about Ange. I wouldn't say so much it's a hypnotic. What was that I said the other night before he was coming before he was coming on? I text you boys and I said, you know what, I'm feeling absolutely gutted about this game and I'm so frustrated about everything and I don't really get like yes. that but I was so frustrated after Real Madrid but I was like but Andrew's going to come on and he's going to I can't remember the term I used but he, whatever How he says he... nah it wasn't calm me down though no. can't mind what it was but it was talk sense and, and make it like aye just, just tell us it's alright because it is <laughs> standpoint. One reasons
0: <laughs> Michael McDonald. Uh, sometimes I say that by their name, but when I'm bored, I say that. There you go. But uh, I think the way I look at it, right, and it's like uh, it annoys me, Willie, because we know for a fact different managers has different reactions, and that's fair enough, right? That yep. that's grand in the whole in the whole scheme of things. It's just because what's frustrating me is we're we're kind of hanging on to these stats. We're hanging on to the hope we're going to improve without really realising that the teams who are in and around us this season, they'll do the exact same. So, Shakhtar is going to improve and RB Leipzig are going to improve. So, their level of player again becomes one level above us. Mm -hmm. So, is this going to be a continued excuse every single season? Because for me, the way I look at this, and it's a two thing i seen in the AGM thing when I when was reading the, the five key points you know and I mean, I didn't get to watch the live video but I, I, I kind of get the gist of it and there, his vision is for us to be a Champions League qu- club and compete in it year on year and all of that. Yeah, history is worth 100%. I the,
1: the
0: way I'm looking at this is what if we get the next year, Willie right? Let's, let's talk about this and we do the exact same thing again. Just for example, yeah. we get a, a Barcelona we get a uh, whoever, whoever's in the group, top teams and we come out and it going. You know what? We had 12 shots. We were in the top three percentage of shots taken in the Champions League, but we got two points. Doesn't wash of me. It really doesn't wash of me.
1: Yeah, but we've not had anything to go on for last season. I know what you're saying. If that happens next season, I'll probably be the same as you. I'll say, Well, well there's no improvement here. So what's going on?
0: But then I what, agree, what does that lead for you? What does that lead for you then? Because if yours if, if that happens, right? Because we, we're not stupid to know, right? If this aggressive trading model has only started since Mark Lowell's coming in the head of recruitment, it's going to yeah. take a couple of years to get it get into effect, right? Before you can start pay, paying maybe 10 million per player, if, if we ever get to that stage. Then we go in next season. And there's been whispers about it before. We, we all know this. Finances and all this dictate, right? But Posta we know, doesn't really, really want to say that or go down that rabbit hole. But what if, again, we go in the Champions League campaign and finish fourth?
1: Yeah, no. If it does, see if that happens again. I'll be right on. I'll be right with you there, mate, and say this hasn't been good enough. Um We're wanting progression. It's not happened, but like we didn't have that last season, so it is hmm. a progression this season. So this is what I'm. This so right now in this in this moment in time, I oh, it's it's like I say, it's so fucking difficult because. The results haven't went our way and it's terrible, but like, I feel fairly positive about the campaign, even though I shouldn't, because it was a failure. Fourth is not good enough. When we all did the Champions League draw, we were buzzing. We wanted, yeah, we we wanted Madrid buzzing. and we wanted a couple of teams that we feel like we could we could have a go at and, and we, we, sh- we probably should have done better. To be fair, in hindsight, I thought Leipzig were a, a proper, proper side. By the way, they've got a good, good side and they're a good, good team. <laughs> if I knew they were that good at the time of the draw, I don't think I would have been half as excited. Um but aye, so because we not had that last year, this is a progression to now. And it's most definitely yeah. a progression for when Lennon left us and all oh, that oh. shit. So so million percent. I as I, I I totally agree with you. If we come to next year and it's the same, then I'll be starting to point fingers and go, right, what's going on now, this isn't good enough. And like you said, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about selling players and all the rest of it. Jeds, bang on, listen, we're a selling club, we always mm. have been. Um Players, players, I have no doubt in my mind that players from overseas come to us, um, and we're a stepping stone. That's a getting a short window for for a bigger move to the fucking EPL, which is a joke. But that's always been the case. Um, you get a certain few that fall in love with us when they're here and, and stay longer. I'm hoping that's the. Uh, but you you made the comment earlier, and you were like that we're talking about being selling, and there's going to be some big money moves, and there's. And I didn't really actually answer it about who who would, to, who, would be, is it who would I be wanting to let go and who...
0: who would right. So, what excites me is right, you mentioned there players come and go we've been a selling club. But what I think Posta talked about, if I put it in perspective, he's talking one to two years max, sell on, repeat, sell on, repeat, yeah. and keep going. And that, t- if just for example, Kyogo continues an upward trend, cash in after two years, Jada cash in and then you then you receive bigger fees because their contracts haven't winded down then you can maybe spend a bit more on players that's what I'm looking forward to and I'm not mm-hmm. wishing any players away but if we get a model, like, let's be honest if we get a model where we can go out and spend 10 million plus on the player yeah. that'd be buzzing, and then buzzing and then, that. and then, but yeah, back to the point, who would be, who do you think, maybe is alluding to that could be the first <laughs> big name player away
1: that's a hard question who do i think he would i don't know if it's me personally i would like if you're asking me who i would let go of personally i would let go of the likes of juranovic um i know there was a lot of rave about him last year and i like i think he's a i think he's a quality player i think he's well, i think he's a more than decent player but if we had yeah that's that scares me what Jed's saying. That but, see,
0: me. that's the thing. That's exciting for me. Because if you're cashing in at a high at a high season, then you can go out and spend someone to come in and replace that straight away.
1: Yeah, I just kinda like I fell in love with these guys, man. So it scares yeah, me. But at, but, but at the same time I was in love with fucking Edward and yep. Armstrong. They're all gone and I couldn't care less now. So like the, <laughs> like the, like you know what I mean? Uh, there's like like there's like the end of the tunnel with all that stuff as well. But that scares me. I don't think and I understand what they're saying. But I think that he's built he's started building a squad and I think I think he needs to keep the heartbeat of the squad and the nucleus of the squad and they guys um I'll cry Kaiser. I will. He will, but I he I'll will there again. Um the likes of Juranovic and stuff, if you get big money, your bad another one. Would I be sad to see him go? I would be sad, but we've got big money for him. Yeah, I like... The- Here's the key.
0: Here's the key. Listen to this, right?
1: So who would you... If, who, would you be quite happy to see them go? But what? what this is the key.
0: In? This is the key for me, Willie. right? This is a quote. If the timing is right, we won't be in fear of letting someone go because we've already planned for it. That, to yeah. me, is not standing still because we've seen it too many times before. Ayer got disinterested. Edward got disinterested. Christie didn't want to play at the end. Then players go through a cycle. Two to three years max and looking for another move. That's been realistic. Nah. Yeah, we no, Yeah, we love what? a player, right? Yeah, we love a player. I love O'Reilly, Hota, Atate, Abada. They're all cracking players, and we've all taken them to their hearts. But Pasa Colu is going to be ruthless. If he sees an opportunity, he's going to take it. I don't see an issue with that. If we're looking at assets, you look at maybe... Off the bat, you look at your Yoranovic because he was the most talked about during the summer. And if we're led to believe the club's after him, which I think is a bit bit, bit far fetched, but Egyptian king comes in, your looks like his head is turned. If you get sixteen million yeah. plus for him sixteen million plus for him, bye. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Get a replacement. Replace him right back in. If you look at another one, maybe you're looking who could so you be looking at here? What if,
1: getting, what if you're getting fifteen for Hatati?
0: You have to be realistic with things. He's worth more than fifteen. Yeah, I agree. You can't I'm saying based on player performance and value in the market, you're elevated at the moment, fifteen million plus, no problem. Hatate, gonna be laughed at here, but I think he can possibly break our transfer record with the legs of O'Reilly. O'Reilly has yeah. been talked about down in England like like he's the next big thing. Loads of clubs yeah. are after him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. You, you have to be in, in that type of aspect, moral armoy. But in that in that type of aspect, you have to you have to look at it because if it, and I'll go back to it, if clubs like Ajax, albeit maybe the bigger transfer budgets, is 100 percent Yeah, Alistair. Yeah, 100 if we get 30 million plus for any player, they are out the door. I agree. Until that becomes the norm, and then maybe you could push to something else. I wouldn't come to the table with 15 million. I think that's even too low, and King, really too low. And then yeah, that's another great point, Paul. After the World Cup there could be bids coming in for the like, Carter figures and that type of thing. But yeah, this money ball thing and this ruthless aggression in the transfer window excites me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone but him or Gigi, to be fair. <laughs> but uh I, does it why does it scare you so much? Why 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 I, you, just, not, I just not that I see a reluctance in you, Willie, but I can see your head turning when I mention names uh, and you like yeah, yeah,
1: no, there's certain names that I would I just think that he's I think like we say, we're talking about progression and and where we're going forward, and I think that he's—I think that Anderson is building a, is building a proper squad. Um, I love this team. I love this team. Mm-hmm. I, there's yeah. no, there's no many teams I can remember in the past that I've, I've loved much more. And I think it's the start of something. So I just think that if you're moving that on, it's like we're starting again. And I know what you're saying—we could get better in selling on, and we can get better in. But that doesn't always. It doesn't always happen. It doesn't always work out that way. I think there's teams. So you, you you'd rather out. stick
0: with the status quo then?
1: No, 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 no. I'm not saying that, but I'm I'm not saying like <sighs> that, Like there's there's players that I would like if they went. I don't think it would make a massive difference to our squad, like Juranovic or or like let's say I don't know Abad or whatever. I think there's players there, but I just I just think there's two or three players that we'd be silly to let go. Of at the moment, I think i just building something, and I just don't think we should be letting definitely likes a Hatati and and uh O'Reilly go anyway. I think they have like massive, massive to score. first
0: one, Molly Love that, teaser, 100%. I don't think you got so well, yeah, a bit a bit generous, maybe eight, but yeah, that that t- what people don't realize is right and even myself, but reading up on money, I just love the concept, Well, you can tell them buzzing about it. You accumulate, you accumulate transfer fees from two, three, four, five, 10, 15, 20. doesn't matter what it is. You accumulate the fees, you bring in players, you keep doing that. It's a recycling process, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And I know what you're saying about progression, but I go back to, I'm going to come back to you here. Brentford, League One, right? There are players then, put them up to the championship, sold off. Got their players, championship, get new players in, higher level. Premier League, some sold off to get more money, then they replace again. Neither were established Premier League club. So although the team's amazing now, doesn't mean we can't sell off a wee bit and produce a higher level quality of player.
1: So what about I tell you what, what say we were really successful in the Champions League this year, right? Say just just hypothetically speaking, let's just say we go to the fucking quarterfinals or the semi finals with this team. That's it. A- Oh, really? Nah, i not into that Oof. say we had a very successful season right, say we like, sh- like just hypothetically, this team got to the quarterfinals or the semi-finals of Champions League you're happy seeing mm-hmm. some of these guys go? Yeah. Because this is what I'm talking about their Ajax did it a couple of seasons ago they should have made the final, it was a freak result against Spurs when Mora got the hat-trick they should have got to that final, that season it was like both fire sale, everybody's gone and they're nowhere near that level now so what you're saying about selling people on and then you're bringing better quality in, that's not happened there. So it could go the other way way.
0: I, there's a big difference I actually a big, massive difference. It was an anomaly for them to get that far in the Champions League. Let's be yeah. honest. They, they've done yeah, it, fair as enough.
1: It, as it would have been for us. But if we were going yeah. there and we were a successful side, and then you sell that off, there's no guarantee you're bringing in a better player, like you're saying, the better quality. Well, are Ajax still in the Champions
0: League?
1: Uh, are they? I think they are no, well, well maybe I mean, Europa League now, yeah, but they're not. they nowhere near that squad that that got to the semi-finals that year. So they're not bringing in better quality, like you're saying. You know, I know what you're saying about selling off, but it doesn't does always guarantee that you're going to be. That it needs to be the scouting needs to be right. Anyway, and to be fair, but the, but, but the counter of at that point is you're going to keep it's, hypothetically, an unhappy player who
0: doesn't want to be there. So again, yeah, no, no, it's no if they're
1: unhappy, I'm not. I'm not. I feel unhappy. They need to go. hundred percent hundred yeah, percent. But if my if, if Hatati's happy at Celtic, and there's no want to go, and we get a fifteen million pound bid in for him, you'd want to punt him at the door. Didn't say that fifteen. I,
0: did, I didn't say fifteen. <laughs> I said uh, at least twenty. talking 23, 25 in that bracket.
1: But then, but, but then, then we isn't... get that. Say we get that, and no, Stephen, we're not going to spend twenty, twenty five million on another. Bid. Oh no, hundred
0: percent no. But it's the accumulation. If we do that on the regular, then we can. Because we you're
1: Season's gone past. No, we've made we've made a lot of money on transfer s- sales. No, but I'm,
0: ta- I'm talking every second transfer above 20. That's what Moneyball effectively leads to, Willie. You're getting transfer fees. They accumulate and boost your bank balance. You, you look at your man Chris Mackay, the financial director, we're sitting net, net in the bank 30 million at the minute. I know we won't spend half of that on players, but again, that's a safety net as well in case anything goes wrong off the pitch, which is obviously a good kind of financial model to have in that aspect of things, but if you're accumulating fees, really, well, yeah, and people are probably hear and fed up me saying that word, you're going to spend more in fees. It was a big thing for us to spend £9 million in Edward. I haven't done it since since then. We can do that again. I see no reason why we can't. But one thing I will give you, Posta Coglu can spot a gem for nine hundred grand easy. Yeah. Like a battle. So there's that. there's that type of thing. It doesn't have to be us spending all the time big. Yeah. If you're finding gem after gem after gem. And let's be fair. He knows he knows the market's like the back of his hand, especially
1: yeah. being over in Asia. Do you know what I mean? Aye. I would just I would just listen to what An says uh when it comes to you can obviously spot a player. And I mean spending money, like you said, it doesn't guarantee. I mean we spent big money on ah, that's fair enough. But i, my, I just, I just think there's no guarantee that somebody's. So you're talking about progression in the Champions League. We sell mm-hmm. off our assets this season. Say right this summer, we sell off our assets. We don't bring in quality player. The matches. up. how many are you talking and about? Then, you're, said, then, you're saying assets
0: in plural, like five or six, and maybe said one or two. No,
1: no, even even that, even one or two or three, that could that could have a negative effect on the squad. We're going backwards, and then next season's Champions League, we get we're. we're, we're we're not even anywhere near what we did this year, and we're disappointed this year. I just well, think I'll there's a line. I just think there's a tightrope there, and it's just a bit.
0: I'll throw two names at you, right? And right. I, I could put I could put Turnbull in here, but I'm not straight off the bat. If I went to you, you're elevating the batter, thirty five million for both of them. You are taking yeah,
1: it. yeah, yeah. And do you really do you really think that will have a negative impact on the team as a whole? No, but if if it was a Hatati and O'Reilly, it would.
0: Yeah, but you took the two players and switched them. Yeah, I'm,
1: no, I'm saying what, no, no. I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, well, you just picked the two players, and that's that's your argument. What I'm saying is, if it's yeah. the two players, then we're fucked next year because we're not bringing in. I'm telling you now, you're not bringing in quality like they two. Um, which
0: is which is what I'm alluding to the fact that I quote the read out. But if it's something they've planned for, they can let a player go easily. They'll do it. And oh yeah, the yeah, two yeah. Players... yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah, naming yeah. two
0: players I think possibly I they could be the easiest I hear to you. get rid of, and I say get rid of. I'm, I'm not saying as in like I don't like them. I love the players, but I'm saying if we're wanting to evolve and get better. I hear you. Yeah, I do you get you. what I'm saying? I, that
1: no, I hear you, but it just I, I it just depends on who and what it is and what the situation is. I'd be sad to see a bad they go. By the way, I don't know what I'm not wanting him at the door. Yes, but, but if you get money, excuse me, if you get good money for them, then um. Yeah, I I but I think he's a top top prospect. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hang Maybe it. I'm just an old fashioned and an old sweetheart, but I fall in love with these guys when they come in and I I don't it's sad to see him go. Like I say. Portionous. Like I say, three months after they've left, I I'm not even bought Mars. An and um that's a, that's the point. Yeah. And I think we're in a position now that we that that's Paul, you're bang on, mate. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that we're in a position now that that's what we can look at. We're no needing five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players in the window. Two or three proper proper quality, and it was interesting to hear Anne say it in that uh, press conference today as well. Um, about how and previously we've acted fast and were aggressive. I really loved him using that term aggressive. Grand that skull corner. is pulling
0: on your heartstrings. No, no, Gregory <laughs> Taylor kind of go.
1: no way. He's got to play till he's 42. Um, but then I love the term he used. He says we need to be aggressive in the market. I really, really like <laughs> yeah. that term, and and it sounded like January never mind January, the next window on the window after that as well. But it sounded like January he's already he already knows what he's gonna do. It sounds like he already knows who he's gonna ship out and who's he's got yeah. his eye on for coming in. And it's just so 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 exciting for us because like I say, previously we've always got that label the biscuit tin and all the rest of it. But it seems like Celtic previously in the past I have been reactive and it's like we get to the January window. We've not got anything in mind. And it comes towards the end of the window and it's like, right, what's available? What can we get? Who's he? Let's get him in. He's passed it, but he'll bring in revenue. So we'll get him in loan for six months, even though he's 34 year old. And it's more reactive. Angie's got fucking, he's got the headlights on and he's like, this is what we're going to do. This is the targets. This is who I want in. And I don't want to wait, get him in. Last year, he pretty much signed the three... Japanese boys before the window opened. It was done. Yeah. Get them in, this is what we're doing, this is what happened going forward. It's so exciting to hear a man at the helm that's, that's that can demand that straight away. But um aye. Aye, you can sell Juranovic, but you're no selling Atari and I'll fight you. It's
0: it's quite funny though, like if you take it there's in a, the context. A, a, a switch Swiss agent and the same as Juranovic. maybe there's no link, but it's quite interesting. It's a really What's the thing for Gigi 12? Are yeah, I'm not selling yeah. him. but I, every player has their price. Let's be honest, oh no, I, I mean, I, 100%. But people coming in can he the chat? Boys, absolutely brilliant, 100%. I know, appreciate we were talking it.
1: About, we we're talking about Real Madrid 10
0: 20. Hours, <laughs> half <a minute> ago. <laughs> Anthony Dunn cracking debate this as well. Um, I mean, as you said, he's planned, and he by all accounts was signed a center back already. Kobe Ashi from Fisel Kobe, where um. Yeah, Kyogo came from. So again, that, that's what we're planning. You, here's
1: but, one, I, then, right? Here's one, right? Because I, I think, I think, and, and and like domestically, obviously it's shown, and in Europe, I mean, it's shown to an extent. But I think going forward, we've looked superb. I know, in, mm-hmm. in Europe, we've not been as clinical. So in January, is that where are you looking to strengthen anyway? Where are you looking to strengthen? Because for me, I think defensively, we can definitely strengthen. But I think most of the other areas in the park, from midfield to front, I think we're looking We looked really tasty, especially domestically, obviously. Um, I'm not so sure we need, some, we need much going forward, unless we're shipping out, obviously. But what do you think?
0: i will look at possibly, well, the centre-back of Eucobiasi, that's covered. Another midfielder, and looking to ship out Turnbull and McCarthy in that window, if possible. Aye. Here's one yeah, yeah it, Michael. <laughs> I, for me, like I, I get a lot of stick for it, but I, if Kobe wasn't kind of signed to say there will be Ryan Porteous for me coming in as a defensive cover, that, that's not big disrespectful. There is a lot of good players in the SPFL. I got a, a lot of good young prospects here up and coming who might end up one day selling. We laugh and we joke. We lost out in John McGinn, but cast our minds back the, the Stephen Fletcher p- players they got. Stephen Fletcher possibly cost us a league title that year with the board being uh Stenzi not uh, putting up the money. John McGinn extra five hundred grand, possibly one of the best midfielders down there at the moment. So yep. yeah. And Paul McFarland with no January break, we need players oh. what was that? Brought brought and ready to be placed. Yeah, hundred percent. And the Jeffson K people are laughing at me already. But uh <laughs> it's the way I look at it, right? And um, I was I dismissed Ross when he said this, and I'm probably a wee bit of a that I've done. He said a first striker. I think a couple of people, maybe Franny said it as well.
1: well and I, I, I said charts, no. by the way, there's a lot in the chat
0: saying
1: I said no. But fans. I said
0: I said the use in the chat after the Real Madrid game. Are we one lethal striker away from ripping teams apart at that level? That's a genuine question, do you, Willie? Um or do we have that lethal striker in Gigi and I, I was just not him enough?
1: Just about to say that I think Gigi is a I think Gigi is a lethal striker. I think he's, I, th- I think he's, I think he's brilliant. I think he's an unbelievable finisher, I and mean, I think if you're getting him the service, he will score your goals. Um, and he's only going to improve. He's still a young boy, Uh that's why I said, if like, obviously if you get stupid money for him, you're going to have to let him leave. But I would try everything. In my well, let's be but honest. He
0: for. he made up end leaving. He made up end leaving himself. Because he might be fed up
1: not getting started. You think so? I'm not so sure. I think Andrew's doing all right with the two of them, giving them both game time. Um, Paul
0: McFarland nailed that there. Breno Paul.
1: I think, we've, I think we have got a top finisher on Gigi. Then why is he not getting that.
0: the chances?
1: I don't know. You take the ask for Gaffer that. I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I would give him I would, I would have been I'd have been starting him in the majority of the big games yes yeah, so 100% 100% I'd have been
0: starting him yeah I mean if you cast your mind back to that game against Rangers, when it was February time yeah. he ruffled their he ruffled their fellers right. albeit he didn't, he didn't score.
1: score he was man of no, the match but, didn't
0: he score yeah but he was the reason probably why we won that game keeping him occupied all that time and Michael McDonald comes in I. that's a great shout. We should have kept Doke. yeah, I've been saying this for years. We let too much of our top prospects go. Yeah, but these I mean, guys like keep you these guys keep laughing at me. Ben Doke is ripping it up oh, for Liverpool's other race groups. Because Celtic,
1: Celtic didn't have a choice but to let him go. It's like you said Why other didn't players have a having because obviously he's wanting to go to Liverpool. He talked Sorry. about no keeping on unhappy players. He's obviously if Liverpool comes in, he's gonna he's gonna jump at his chance. And he's obviously taking yeah. his chance. He's doing fucking brilliant there. But it's not as if, like, Celtic are like, oh, on you go. There's a prospect. We love him and want to keep. But on you take him, it's like, he's, got, he's going to go to Liverpool. Why? Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's a great, he is a, a great, great player. But, I mean, kind of wrapping up the Champions League finance trade model, transfers. Chat. I
1: don't want to wrap it up. Let's keep going, man. No, no, we're not wrapping it up. I mean, we're going into another thing here. But in terms of... Oh, here you go. No, a few we're not we're talking about, not talking about that. Your grandson's talking about that. No, me. I don't know why sell the team.
0: It's a trading model. <laughs> I'm not saying sell half the team. I'm saying every player has their fee. And if the fees, man. <laughs> bye That's bye. Grandes.
1: That's it. Stop trying to sell the team
0: it. off. He always gets me. So he does me all that. Like <laughs> you can tell them in I mean, sales anyway. <laughs> I am on sales. How do you clock that with Is it obvious? I don't yeah, it's but they like kind of wrapping it up. I mean, in terms of Champions League, overall, for yourself, buddy, how was
1: it? Uh, I think the override emotion was uh, frustration. Uh, at the end of the game so far this season, I've not been I've not been sitting raging, uh, but I was at the end of the Real Madrid game. I was just so frustrated. What about Jota's goal, by the way? I hate to talk about Oh, Jota's. yes, yes, Jota's goal. Yes, you've actually know that one. See all, this, see all this crap about him celebrating it and people slagging yeah. him are you having a laugh just score the goal in the Bernabeu lap it up son well done see the they reason why work. he celebrated like he
0: did let's be honest don't played for Real Madrid for years yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. do you know
1: what I mean and he was saying I don't know if you've seen his interview when they, were t- they asked him about this was before the game they asked him about the Portugal World Cup squad and then um, he was like listen I'm only concentrating on what I'm doing the usual mm. shite I'm only concentrating on what I'm doing for my club and that. no you obviously want to go but yes. he said in it, it was really interesting. He was like, two years ago, I wasn't even playing for a club. Yes, I was at Benfica, but I was playing in, like, the under-fucking-whatever, the, un, the reserves the under the tw- under-20s or whatever. And now they're talking about me going to a world club. He says it's just, it's, it's magic. And, I mean, that's what Celtic can do for you. But I'd like to come to you, because I know you want to do it, even though you've forgot. Go and tell us how, how good Moy was on Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started, fella. <laughs> I really oh, do a, not. I'm, I'm a Moy fan, but he was. uh he was fucking rank rotten Wednesday night. Sorry, what? He was rank rotten what? Wednesday night.
0: Yeah. Reason why That's here the reason why. Because I'm really interested. I said every week and just laugh at me. So up hear the reason why he was rotten.
1: Well, well, it doesn't happen every week, but his ball retention was past level. Given the ball, he rate. can't run. He can't press. Yeah, he but that, I mean, you could down. say that about like you can say that about most of the team at the highest level they've not performed because we've not performed this year so you can say but that I about think. pretty much every player in the squad apart from Hatati and O'Reilly probably that they've not performed and they're not good enough for this level so its I think it's just harsh to pick out Moy <laughs> he does not the wind me
0: up yet. this is the thing no one was going to talk about Moy because I think,
1: I, I, I think we were all surprised that he was starting a Wednesday night yeah who would you have started? Just out of interest. Would you have went with Haxabanovich? Uh, I think I would have went with him in the 10-Eye. Mm, same. I, I thought it was
0: quite interesting. Um, Kaiser comes in. I would let, uh, let sell the team as if he has ideas of replacements given. He has seen level of competition. It would excite me to see what he builds. What's your thoughts on that
1: one, Willie? I don't want us to sell everybody. I've just said that to you for the last half hour. I don't want us to sell with it. <laughs> no, he's closed it. Close I hear... Him. I hear um, I hear what you're saying, and obviously, if a price comes in, like there's like suit your hands, it's not, it's not going to. We're not going to say no, but I just feel like we're building and building something special here, and um, I think that one or two, I think one, two, three additions to the squad, like you said, we're pretty well off financially at the moment, and um, I think I think we can trim the squad down, but I wouldn't be. Getting ready of any of these guys that are in amongst the first 11, the likes of McCarthy's and all that that you're talking about. Aye, I would trim the squad down and get rid of um, these guys. But, um, I mean, fucking eight weeks ago, at the start of the season, there was, there's, there's people, Nate, I'm not naming any names, Stephen, uh, wanted ready Forest, and he's, he's been superb the last fucking four weeks. So, you know, what I mean, what wasn't <laughs> me? Wasn't that <not> me? <laughs> so I know, never once said
0: I never once wanted rid of him. I said he has an involvement because he's experienced <laughs> and he's a club legend. Right. And he's
1: came and scored four goals in three I'll, games. So I'll hats find, off to him. I'll find a podcast that you said you want rid of him and then we Never once. Uh, I'll post it in the comments. Uh, I I think that we should be looking to add two or three to this squad rather than offloading players and, and trying to bring in um, better talent. I was there, don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um aye. I think we're with one, two, three players away. From, um looking really, really good in the Champions League and dominating even more domestically. So I'd be that's what I'd be looking at. I'd be looking at the two or three we can add to properly take us to the next level rather than we need to sell. personally.
0: It's quite funny. It's quite funny like trying to trying to sum up a failure in the Champions League, really, isn't it? We're, we're trying to dress it up with pretty performances and I 100% agree. But see same reality, if you take the 64 plus 50 million plus 55,000 plus 68 million 5,000 shots on target that we had and we're in the top three for, we are... There's Johnny Thomas to come in. Steve, you said Forrest is finished. I did say that. But <laughs> I, didn't did say like... I didn't say what. I, I want it rid of him. So let's, well, let's end funnest, that there. Right?
1: Well he's finished, what we've got, they just, just pay him to sit on the bench.
0: Well, we do that with James McCarthy, so it works out pretty well. I mean, uh, that that's a throw one out to hear to The in this. If we have the, the legs of... Yeah, we could say Hermit Larson, but let's be a bit more realistic. Um, saying hi from behalf of the Argonauts, great to have you so long, Shay. Um, if we have... A Musa Dembele. If we have... I don't know, a George L. Samaras, for example, or whatever, really. Go back to Hermit Larson... We probably would have finished 2nd outside in that group. What do you think?
1: Uh, I wouldn't disagree with that.
0: Yeah. It's
1: interesting. Like is an interesting one, by the way. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is think, it an interesting one? Because I think if we had the money, he would he would come back. Leon aren't they pulling up any great punches? Are they? Where's are Leon a better club, better team than us? I
0: wouldn't say so, but he's looking for a United or a Liverpool. That's where well, he's wanting to go.
1: Oh, how long has he been there for? About two and a half a year. Two years. He went on a loan to Atletico for one year and couldn't have cut it there. Obviously, mm. would you 100%. take it back? A hundred percent.
0: Would you start him above Kugel and Zid? Yes.
1: Oh, if he, if he oh. was anywhere, if he was anywhere near the level he was when he was with us before, a hundred percent I would.
0: What's this? Remember, no featuring. Hamrick finished higher than third. Low same with Musa. I think I get what you mean, hopefully. Maybe explain it a bit better on that. But, um, aye, but, aye, yeah.
1: but if we had, had Hernick and Musa on this team creating the chances we create, we would, in my
0: opinion. Yeah. 100%. But did you notice today there
1: was an AGM
0: on the horizon, Willie? Did you say I anything did. about that? I didn't. I mean, you know, you know, you know you me, yeah, I can't even
1: ask for all the boards talking shit. It's a load of. I
0: mean, the only one I can really talk about. Ian Banker's replacement still hasn't been announced. I think we we'll probably all know maybe who it's going to be. Yeah, I've, seen <laughs> the, the
1: rumors. I've seen the rumours.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then there's been one about the glass incident when I think it was, was it Joe Hart hit in the glass at Ibrox. There's been no explanation about that. But yeah, usual AGM stuff, blah, blah, blah. Boring. If you want to see it, go watch the video. But we'll move on. Willie. Ah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Egyptian king, Brilliant. We'll move ultimately really, to back to domestic action tomorrow. Dundee United home, three pm kickoff. Is it a come down or is it get your your hat on, get digging, get the performance going, and get a win?
1: I don't think so. I don't think the teams. Um, I don't think the teams feeling that way. I think that. <laughs> I think they were during the game. To be honest, you see the Real Madrid game. I think. You come out, you're all excited, we've pressed well, we're, we're doing well the first wee bit, and then you give away two soft penalties. I, I know you said they're both penalties in your opinion, but they're soft. And um, kind of deflated us a bit And mm-hmm. I think, I think second half, I think us missing the penalty as well, proper deflated the team. I think you could have seen it. The hedge kind of went down. But I don't think, I, I, I mean, I don't think you can be deflated when you've got Ange. He can just, he can just say whatever he wants. What you laughing at
0: This is what I mean, the hypnotism.
1: He speaks he one does. word, you're, you can not be deflated by Alan's positive cognitive and charge. You can't, you can't. Is there anything he's ever said that you've been like, fuck off you? The
0: only thing that really concerns me is his cough, to be honest with
1: you. But I know, it's, <laughs> it's it fucking never goes away. It never goes away. I know, I was sitting watching his press conference this day and I was like, fucking, I wish this would end because he kinda, it, it keeps coughing, it's annoying the life out of me. Yeah. But um, no, I so think we're, bad, I think we're on, I think we're still on a high. I think domestically, like obviously domestically this season, we've been, we've uh, one wee black St. man, but we've been absolutely flying, playing some unbelievable stuff. Me too, mm-hmm. Jed. Um, it seems like every game that comes now I'm absolutely buzzing for like a like a child going to his first game, um, and it's because of the football we're playing, and I think that's, <laughs> I think that's a squad he's built because, I think in times gone. Buy if there's somebody that's missing in the squad, you're kind of like, oh Jesus! But I think he's replacing whoever's that's replacing them. and we go back to it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to it at the time, um, all the time. But if Gigi starts tomorrow, we're all buzzing. If Kyogo starts tomorrow, we're all buzzing. Mm. Um, yep. I think so. So I don't think it, it kind of matters so much who's missing out, and I just expect more of the same. Rip run, playing the Celtic way. And scoring goals for fun and looking slightly dodgy at the back.
0: (laughs) I mean, that sounds a bit suspicious, though, Jay. I'll get on some stuff from work. I know you're you're a farmer, (laughs) that's fair enough. But, uh, Shay almost forwards, boys, 100%. I mean, for me, getting into the game, I'm always excited when we're playing. I was buzzing for a game that firstly meant laughing and the grand scheme of things against Real Madrid. I'm equally as buzzing for uh, Dante United coming to paradise. I get, I get 100% what you're saying. League form, apart from the blip, I mean, if we're looking at it, we Hold on, let me have a look. We are 33 oh, you points. Like you're
1: Don't, getting the sniffles, too.
0: Dundee United have 11, fuck, 9 points? Wow, they're 11th in the table. That was like, actually yeah. quite shocking. No, I remember we have. have
1: First start, and Sack the Gaffer. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: that's true, actually. Last five games, funny enough, we've won five. Last three games to the end, they've been unbeaten. On one, two, drawn, one. So. There's a bit of an upward formula, but I don't really
1: yep.
0: expect much in terms of them. I know the Broncos have the new manager, but he was basically part of that coaching team when I think i got sacked anyway. But yeah, it's what I'm looking forward to. I think it'll be a sellout as well. But as we always yeah, do, really score lineup prediction. Boom.
1: Oh, see this lineup prediction; It fucking changes, changes every other, every other week. It's so difficult to. But how long CCV it for? A couple of weeks, apparently. apparently. Is he? So we start yet. So Hart, Juranovic, Starfelt, Jens, Taylor. Although, in fact, they might play Ralston. I'll go Ralston. Um, midfield three of O'Reilly, Hatati, and Haxabanovic. like fuck. <laughs> 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 Like I say, she's special now. See, just touching on Moy as well. See, for me, he's, he's he's a number six all day. And I am no I don't know, I don't really like him too he's much not. in the 10. He is. No. no. So what is he? Shite. I oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fruit pastel. Um I, I would I'd love to see Jota starting again. He's by the way, he's looked like he's rarely going go since he's came back. I know he's only had two substitute appearances, but he looks like he's like the the kid in the playground chasing down see every the, ball. Wanted, wanted. See to play the come ball. back of that one. See they come on against Madrid. He Like I know it's a bit biased, but he looked like he
0: belonged at that level. Aye. He really did. He was
1: aye, taking I really, people I'm, on though. Aye, and he wasn't wasn't fit to get the shot away, even though most of them mm. were right down the throat. Uh Jota, I would go with Forest and Gigi, and I'll go. I think we'll pump them. I think it'll be four nil. Wow. Four nil.
0: I'll go Joe Hart, Ralston, Jens, Starfeld, Burnaby, um uh O'Reilly sitting, Hatate is the 8th, Haxabanovich is coming in as a ten, Gigi up top up top up top, Forrest on the right and Jada on the left. What a lethal thing, isn't it? When you actually say it on paper. Well, in your mind on paper. I don't like Haxabanovich
1: in the ten, by the way. You're you're
0: mind. wired to the moon.
1: You're wired nah, to the moon. He's, his best he's, possession this time. No, nah, I think his delivery on the left against Hibbs. If we, we could have scored six in the first half because of him on the left wing. Um, he's trickery. He's like Jota for me, but I think he, but for me he's got better delivery, and I just think he's so much better out on the left.
0: Yeah. Ryan Kelly, I'll add something else to this list for January or next summer, and that's one oh, penalty yeah. taker. Neither own version of Jorginho who still does it consistently for Chelsea. They've actually do? been pretty, pretty forceful with um, them. for you. Penalty
1: takers. Who would you, who would you put on penalties now? <sighs> O'Reilly,
0: Technical No, no it
1: doesn't,
0: no? no. Atate. Would you? Yeah. Nah. I think already doesn't, now this sounds stupid, but already doesn't look like a penalty taker, so to speak. But do you, know, do you know, the way I the, the way I'm saying that is right. That that's let's that, get this from here into this podcast, right? What I'm saying is, he doesn't look like the type of player we, he would kind of call in the keeper. He looks like his body shape would give away all the time. Where Hatate can go both feet and he can strike a ball really well. And I, I put him forward for Hatate. Monte comes in when well, McGregor's in, injured awfully, so that's a bit awkward. And Monte Hatate. Um a Jefferson King, Jada on pens, yeah. Aye. All things, Aye. All things considered. <laughs> I'll go for Celtic. <laughs> but nice goal prediction tomorrow. I'll go for now. I'll go with you, Willie. I'll go with you. Like it. I can I can maybe see a couple of defensive mishaps. I mean Fletcher and think Watts back, he's not getting suspended or they paying his card anyway. So there we go. Frank Kennedy, a bit of realism here. Uh, the only
1: one no, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I I think GG will still be the penalty taker. I'm I'm sure Giacomakis will still be the the next. Um, when you know, when you know,
0: when you know, like Mister um, like, Alfie.
1: I think and... we kind of text in the group chat a few. Hours. I think Ross said that. Right. I I said that uh, it didn't look like he even picked a side. It was just a matter. Of, he just hit it as hard as you can and and hope for the best. And and I think Ross said it. And I think he's bang on. I think the the Bernabeu just. I think he realized where he was. And um, that kind of got the nerves a wee bit, but uh, I, I yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Yanarovich will still be the penalty taker going forward. Yeah. Just thought it was interesting yeah. if you were If you were going to change it, then who would it be?
0: Well, ground the things together, Paul McFarland. That hard take penalties who still score more than can. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I mean, we'll round it off there, buddy.
1: The one more, Legion one more. Did you see the? Oh. you see the coefficient?
0: No, why was that? Oh.
1: We've dropped a place because everybody's been shit this year. Who's above (laughs) us? Is it Ukraine? Belgium went up above us, obviously because of what Bruges have done. Um, So I think we're now in ninth, and it's a top ten, means you get uh, we get an automatic. Thanks, Bradley. (laughs) Uh, I think it's top ten, means you, you get the auto, we get the automatic uh, without qualification, so we're we're sliding down because of the bad performances this year. Are all we ninth then, Scotland On ninth now, so hopefully Europe's we, we do we all do a bit better in Europe next season and we and we, we stay in that top ten because it's not looking it's looking a bit ominous at the moment.
0: Uh, Michael McDonald, top show again When's the next broadcast. Well, the next normal podcast is Monday, but we are going to do a stats strap, Michael. If that's your thing, all numbers and data and stuff. We're gonna do that on Sunday looking back at these previous games from an analytical point of view, which I quite like and learned about. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but it's just good crack learning about it all numbers and that. Yep. Um Merle Watt again, Jada. I mean Jada's got probably most of the votes here, but Willie, have you enjoyed it, buddy?
1: As always, mate, great debate. I thought I'd like to talk about Madrid and we ended up talking about <laughs> money balls and children. Oh, so usual for us, we kinda of go off tangent, but <laughs> great debate as usual. Um I. This is what it's about. We all like. We, we, exactly. we don't need to all agree. We have different opinions. Everybody in the comments has been great as well. I love the we. Commu- like you always say, we've got a wee community building now, and everybody's great. I just, I just wish more of them would get in contact with us to come on a viewer takeover.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Again, get involved in that viewer takeover. Frank Kennedy, Jen was on it. Ryan Kelly, Merle what Michael McDonald, Gibson King, all of yous. Get involved in the viewer takeover. It's just us talking, Celtic. Yeah, I'm having. And a I think up. the thing know is, well, he's on the bear. Like, do you know what I mean? It's
1: Friday night, man. I think the thing is, as well, we we kind of discussed it because like, we want we've we've had the uh, Kaiser and Jed on, and like we would love to hear them back on at some point. We just feel like we need to give mm-hmm. other guys um, get other guys on first because this is a viewer takeover thing. But I would love the two to come back on at some point. Um, so hopefully moreies come forward. We'll get moreies on, and then uh, it'll kind of become a wee regular thing as we get, get you's on um, every so often.
0: Yeah, and Alistair, you're you're up next, buddy. So get ready for it. I'll get, that get the Moy tap on. I'll wear one as well. I'll get one. I'll get more in the front of the front and back. We'll be loving it. I'll but... shave my beard. And... <laughs> but Willie, hey. great show, buddy.
1: Pleasure as always, mate.
0: And stay well and keep safe there on who's watching on. Heal, heal.